What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Do any of you guys remember that movie with Will Ferrell, Night at the Roxbury? There's just some things from my past that stand out as symbols and icons and (laughs) even ridiculous things that probably have no right to have space in my brain? Like, what what do I get from that? I mean, I'll tell you what I do get. I get nostalgia. I get a, a slice of happiness and a slice of joy out of such things. And it's just... I'm not going to blame my brain. But going into this new year... I've realized there are things from our past that are there for a purpose. And they tie into how we see ourselves and how we go about our life and how we experience things from other people. And I try to pay attention to the lessons that I learn from other people, what's pointed out to me, you know, even things that I don't see to better myself like if there's a majority vote on something that is i guess different about me something that i don't see something that is is maybe wrong or or maybe something that is a little is a little uh causes tension where it really shouldn't like i like being honest and i don't really give an f what anybody else says most of the time but We have to have that separation or that understanding of what is arrogance and what is confidence. And I think it's very easy to all of a sudden get arrogant because we're so sure of ourselves. And I've had some things that have been kind of opened up to me. I've been aware to in relationships and why things don't work and it's caused moments of reflection it's caused me to think more on what could i be doing wrong like if i want to attract love so much then what am i doing habitually that's getting in my way and i don't know how i'm going to process this i don't know how i'm going to move forward with this but i do know that I'm creating some sort of boundary for love. That I am emotionally distant from people and I am unwilling to show commitment to certain things no matter how much I want them. Just, I guess it's more of like, I know the goals that I'm after, especially in love, but I'm hesitant about how I get there and who I do it with. Instead of being open-minded and open to any sort of connection, I hesitate 
because I don't want things to go wrong. Or maybe it's because I don't want people to see me for something that I'm not, or see me as something that I'm not. And so I think love this year, you know, enough love of myself to open up love to others, like real, true, pure, committed love is going to be on top of my goals this year. Next to next to building the Rebel Minded Podcast and next to creating authentic, amazing connections and coaching and mentorship with the people out there that really need it. So here we go. And this ties in a little bit today with uh, the subject we got going on. And this goes out this goes out to all the men, and I hope you understand that I'm not trying to corner you, and I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm trying to bring an awareness to that instinctive attitude that a lot of us have about who we are and the way that we go about things. Enough for us to accept what we are biologically, but also understand that to make a connection in our relationships and to connect to make a connection with women better we have to step back and see what we're doing and change change our ways and change the way that we go after things so we have to change the tactics that we perform to find that woman we love and to attract the women that we want so bear with me men this is for you i promise chasing the heart there is an inevitable chase it is a constant it is a resilient endeavor for us men men will always chase after what they see. The only problem is the world has demonized all of us for it. But it's just, it's a biological process. It's our wiring. And this isn't an excuse. And I've got a better way of going about this below. Something that we can make sense of and change those tactics. But men should not have a blindfold put over our eyes. And we should not be forced to keep them closed either. How we use our eyes is how we will make a difference. And it will change the way that women view who we are and how they see our intentions. Ladies, you have to allow men to see you. Like, literally, visually see you. The idea that every man is a sex-driven perv is far from the truth, I promise. I know since men are so attracted to the visual version of you, it puts pressure on you women to flaunt yourselves, to show your best angles, to stress over hair and makeup. And I applaud you for the work that you put in. You deserve it. There's so much that goes into how women present themselves. All in an effort to attract the man that she wants. Fully knowing she's going to earn the gaze of all the men that may or may not be the men that she wants. And it may not be the attention she wants. So men, we just have to change the way that we think. 
we have allowed ourselves to create this theory that we are quote-unquote just men and it's okay to chase women just because of what we see and just because of what we want, you know, just, just for the sex. But men, do you realize the effort that women put into what they do to attract you and what their intentions are and what they want from you? It takes us beyond objectification. There are major biological differences and similarities in how we attract the opposite sex and how all other animals in nature do it. But we can't just tie ourselves to one sample. We can't tie ourselves to one viewpoint and expect that that is what's going to work. That's the easy way out. Think of it. The male in nature is the one that tends to flaunt themselves. The males in nature are ones that tend to put in more work to attract the female. They're the ones that show all the color, and in a lot of cases, have to be accepted. They have to pass the test that the female gives in order to mate with her or be her partner. I'm not trying to change how anyone attracts their sexy partners. I'm just trying to point out the fact that women do a lot to look good for us to look attractive to us and keep that going for years on end once we're in a partnership. So from what I see, us men have a lot of work to do to level that system out, to make that fair. Really, our biological drive to spread our seed for maximal chances of survival is not anything we need now. The chase of the most beautiful Women to create the best and strongest offspring is not a thing anymore. We're the most dominant species on the planet and almost 8 billion people and there's no longer a threat from any other species to eat us to extinction. So here, right now, I want to help guide men a little bit to a more realistic plan of attack. Maybe one that women can be more settled and comfortable with and trust more. Right, men? Listen up. I'm not shaming you. I'm not even telling you not to look. I'm also a man. That wouldn't be very fair of me to attack you, would it? So, what's the solution? You have to chase the heart. You have to go into it with the intention of finding out what her heart desires and what her heart looks like. Here's what I do. And it's as effective as fuck. I notice exterior beauty. It's, it's what I appeal to as well. It's what catches my eye. It's what gives me the attention to her to see who she is. And we all do it, and we should. It means we're wired correctly. But put the intention first to find a beautiful heart, not a beautiful face. Here's the catch. You don't have to change chasing beautiful women. You don't have to look for just the heart. It's okay to see her exterior. What you do have to change is what you quote-unquote see and the way that you act on what you see. As you date her, as you see her, you need to be looking for the inside. Boys, we get a bad rap, but that's exactly why we do is because we act like boys. 
It's not the fact that we chase beautiful women. It's because of how we act. It's because of our follow-through. It's about our lack of investment and our impulse to discard. Men, women may be a dime a dozen, but that doesn't mean that they should be treated like an object. That's where we create a bad name for ourselves. We are considered assholes and pervs and shallow because of how we act. Even if we have the best of intentions, if we approach women with the same sleazy pickup lines and superficial confidence all, that all those top dogs out there, all those alpha males, then we're not even showing how we're different. And women are becoming more and more aware of this style of men. They're becoming more and more resilient. So you have to bring out your authenticity. You have to show her your true intentions. You have to show her your purity. If we use the same tricks of the men that gave us a bad name in the first place, then no wonder. We have to approach and act with deep intention, with unique confidence and transparency. What happens when we do this is that we will chase a woman that is beautiful, eager to figure out who she is, eager to find out what makes her tick, what makes her compatible with us, and she will see this. The problem is we just don't do it soon enough. We're so entranced by our exterior beauty sometimes that we are unable to show her through our eyes what we really want, what we, what we want in the long run as she does. Men don't always just have bad intentions. A lot of men actually want great connection. I know that I do. Most of us men just haven't been taught how to seek a woman. What we're in search for and this is coupled with not knowing enough about ourselves either, is not always right in front of us to see. It's blocked by our instinct most of the time. It's blocked by lust and infatuation. It lacks deeper purpose. Most men hope that a woman is sexy, fun, confident, funny. Eh, yeah, mostly that. But what's wrong with this? Those can't be the only things that we look for in her. The problem is, we're not seeking things that are just as important as those, if not more. We're leaving things out. It's, it's the questions, the things like, how do I connect with her? What is it that I connect with her on? What things make me feel warm and fuzzy about her? It's about how she's sexy, not just that she is. It's about how she's fun, how she's confident, how she's funny, and why do we like these things? How do these things connect to us? What would make us want to further a relationship with her? How does her confidence complement you? How do you think of your future with her? Do you think of your future with her? How would she have fun with you? How are you funny together? How do you handle problems? Is it a fight or is it a debate? Is there progress or is there stagnation? How is she sexy to you? Not sexy to the world. See the connection here? It's not that she just is these things. It's how she's these things to you. It's all about the deeper questions. The questions that you have to constantly ask yourself about her. It's about the understanding of why we feel these things about her, not just the feelings themselves. Any woman can be any or all of these things. And there are many of them out there. And she can also be absolutely gorgeous on the outside too. But what makes a woman amazingly beautiful is her heart. 
how she handles life, how she handles emotions and barriers, how she sees the world, how she relates to you, and how she makes you feel alive. Outside of the bedroom, dickhead, if you find a beautiful heart, it makes her exterior beautiful. You can find a woman that is a 12 out of 10, and if she doesn't have the heart that you're seeking, I promise you, her exterior beauty will fade. That's why this is important. So go ahead and flirt with beautiful women. But don't do it just because you're fantasizing about her in the bedroom, but because you want to dig to her center and see what her heart looks like. And if you do that, you may just find out that you have found a beautiful woman with a beautiful heart all in one. Here is what both sexes need to understand. Dating does not guarantee a relationship. This isn't a race to the finish line. And the world has made this very difficult for us to understand. Our habits are more superficial than ever. We're more impatient than ever. So what happens when the race is over? You start looking for the next one. This is a fucking discovery. What can you unfold? What secret can you find in the middle of a treasure hunt that makes you want to embrace your findings forever? Dating is an investment in a future potential, but it's only a commitment to see if it works. I'll say it again. Dating doesn't guarantee a relationship. And even though many people, men and women, may be hurt during a breakup, it's unfair to be resentful when it doesn't work out after two or three months, even after a year. Because shit, man, it just doesn't work sometimes. And we all have to learn to be okay with that. We all have to know that that pain and the hurt from something not working means that we weren't meant to be in that relationship. It means that we haven't found what we need yet. It means that we have more work to do. It means that we have to seek harder for what is more important to us. Today, we're so fixed on finding the quote-unquote one that we are tense as hell with dating. We won't approach anyone just out of curiosity. We try to corner their personality, or their character, looks, success, all from a few glances in the corner of a coffee shop. We're trying to trust an intuition that isn't actually an intuition. We're trying to read a book by its cover, and we all know that doesn't work. It's an imagination. It's our assumption in creating a person before we know who they are, before we know that they are a person. So instead of us approaching someone just out of curiosity, we're determined who they are, or at least part of who they are, just from an outside perspective. And so we get overly excited or bummed the hell out when they say something that doesn't fit us. There is so much expectation in a first impression. If we can trust ourselves to just put ourselves out there without expectation, our connections can be so much more genuine and far less tense and far more fun. They can be full of life and without the strict agenda of just finding the one. So in summary, men, stop only looking for the face and the great sex and how soft she kisses you. We have to look far past the surface and the touch to find what we really want, what we're afraid to admit, because that's what she also needs. That's what she needs to know from you. The love you want starts with the heart, not with the body. 
So the way you look for women doesn't have to change, just the depth in how you do it. And take your fucking time. Women want to feel your intention and your investment. They want to see your patience. They want to know that you're in it for them. Stop trying to trick them and give them the space to show you how great they are. Chase the heart. Alright guys, I'm out. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded. Alright guys, if you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title. For experience and practice, I'm coaching for free right now. Don't miss out on that. Even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming. This is the Creed Soldier.